Zach Kempe dishes in front. Another sliding catch saved by Flurry. This time to his right. Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here is a left wing opportunity. Lizada sliding catch save. Robin Leonard, what a stop. From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hour number two of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Uh, once again, a fail by uh, Chris Chapman, who uh, brings us back on the air for hour number two. Bruce Cusack's in the uh, in the room and doesn't even tell Bruce that we're coming back on the air. I, I Bruce told is you. Mid, I, I he's said mid we're story. coming back. Yeah, he's a mid-story and and no no like uh, five, four. You were good on the hand signals before. Uh, Ryan Wallace saw I also yelled at you. I said, what, what else do you want me to do? I said, we're coming back. You think it could be... Um, Program's gone to crap. The Fisher-Price headphones, maybe? Yeah. He's, go, gotta, go find gotta, I'm Bruce going to get some yes. headphones. All right. Now, if we go <laughs> off the air this time, it's not my fault. No. Always great to hear from your operator. If we go off the air this time... Uh, hold on, hold it's on. not my fault. <laughs> let me, let it's, me just... it's, it's not like if we go off the air, yeah. it's it's not my fault. It's oh. if we go off the air this time. Or uh, like, Bruce, can you do me a favor? Can you lock that door button. so he doesn't get back in? There's, there's a 100% <laughs> chance that it's going to run smoothly with yeah. him not in the studio. You're uh, you're good. Uh, Bruce can't hear you right now, but we're going to take care of that, uh, Ryan. We think uh, we are. It's, it's hour number two of the VGK Insider Show coming off a, uh, a dramatic 3-1 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. We've got some audio, uh, some reaction on this uh, day from the um, Zoom press conference from Pete DeBoer and uh, what he had to say in a little bit. I can't throw to it right now because Chapman's out of the room finding Bruce headphones. Uh, I just realized that. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation uh, through the first part of this. I, I can't even... I was uh, telling the, the, the guys uh, during the commercial break, I moved from, from Canada, small-town Canada, Toronto, mm -hmm. and uh, we have an inferiority complex. We think uh, uh, American media is bigger, better, and flashier. And and then I come to uh, to work with Chapman, and this happens. I'm like, why was I ever intimidated? The heck's wrong with me? Uh, Chapman's returned to the studio. Bruce is going to have headphones, so we're going to actually have a, a conversation here. Bruce, uh, the PA announcer for the Vegas Golden Knights. Hey, uh, uh, I know you've had uh, some challenges uh, with the, with the family. Hope everything. Uh, our thoughts to you uh, on that regard, and uh, and certainly send our best to you. On, well, thank on you. That. Appreciate that. Uh, you uh, you being back at the arena, like I'd never heard another voice there, and it's nothing against the other voice. It's just you become we become so comfortable with with the people in in our special environments, and and I missed you. Oh, I I missed you guys. <laughs> it was so great to be back. It uh, was. Uh, what uh, did you get nervous when, after you missed a couple of games? The guy coming back was it? Uh, was there butterflies? Was there super excitement? What was no, that like? I was super excited to get back in and yeah. and uh, and just be you know part of that atmosphere again with all the fans. Mm -hmm. What's uh, what's uh, playoffs like for you? Um, because the script changes, right? A little bit, a little bit, not too much. You know, uh, it depends on new sponsors for playoffs or mm -hmm. whatever. But it's it's pretty much the same except. We all just want to step it up a notch for playoffs, you know. I mean, it's uh letter, you know, if I got a voice the next day, I did something wrong, put it that way. Really? Yeah, it's it's we we want to let her go. Uh do you think that um that you sometimes get uh get a little too overexcited? 
Um, you know, probably. Yeah. Um, but I was told from day one that's what we do here. Exactly. In Vegas. And I was saying and, that tongue in cheek. Yeah. Because because it's like it's crazy every day. Even uh, the 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 music video or the the video that uh, our our buddy upstairs did last night. Like that was that was insane. Yeah, I know he's done it the first two games, but yeah. No, it's awesome. And 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 um you know, in our minds, the other team doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean it's just the way it is. This is you know, this is Vegas. This is this is our town. Uh say hi to Ryan now you can hear him. Ryan. Hey buddy. Oh, so hey, so Chapman's got everybody hooked up correctly then. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Uh I, my my goal, what I tried to do was to get Chapman to give you his headphones, and that way he couldn't hear any of us, and he could just focus on the clock, uh, and when we could have a conversation. But that didn't work, so uh, we'll we'll go with this with this method where we can all hear each other. No, this is good, Ryan. You're missing the color of his face right now. It's matching his red T-shirt. <laughs> oh, believe me, I've been there many times when Chapman's been red in the face for a lot of different things. <laughs> oh boy, but he takes it well. Well, yeah. he has to, right? Like he he doesn't have anyone else to blame but himself, really. Yeah, it just you know the head goes down when Mallard's picking on him, and the head goes down, and he just starts laughing. What are you gonna do? You know, I used to get comments all the time from people: "Stop picking on him! Stop picking on!" Him. And my wife would say, "Stop picking on him!" You know how many comments I get now? None. <laughs> Why don't you pick on him yeah. more? <laughs> can, you, can you pick on him uh, a little bit more? Uh, that's exactly uh, the, the way things go. Uh, Mark Chinook, so uh, did, when was the first time you saw the, the intro that, that Mark does uh, right now? Like, that, that's insane. Yeah, that was awesome. They did that. Uh, I think they did that Saturday, mm-hmm. and they put it together overnight for wow. the game, yeah. That's uh, that's pretty wild. That was awesome. And uh, he's hoping uh, if uh, the Golden Knights advance to the to the second round uh, to do another one. So uh, that's part of the in arena par- uh, presentation for the for the Vegas Golden Knights. And uh, Bruce is is with and us. And you know, I must say that we obviously have a reputation in the mm-hmm. league because I've had referees during timeouts come up and talk to me about it. Really? Yeah. And <laughs> um, the athletic guy for uh, the Wild. <laughs> right when Russo. you know, yeah, our yeah. game started the other night. He goes, and of course, the pregame uh, in Vegas is off the charts as usual. <laughs> I'm like, right on. I like the towel idea. Like, yep. th- has that been a, a thing in the in the yep. past in the playoffs? Yep. It always has. Okay, yep. uh, the, the, I love towels. Oh, it's if you could see. I'm, I mean, there's videos out there of eighteen thousand people mm-hmm. with that towel going. Is just like nothing like it. Uh, this is my first go around for the playoffs at T-Mobile uh, because of the bubble last year. So this is uh, kind of all new to me. Uh, Bruce Cusack's with us uh, in studio. Uh, we didn't invite him in; he just stopped by, and uh, and he's. I don't know how long you can stick around for. Uh, I was just I was doing uh, some stuff in the studio over there, and then I said I got to come down. What and were you doing? Say hi. Um, just some custom voice work for. Another wedding intro that. Oh really? Yeah. So do you, do you do the you know the cameo where where people yep, pay yep. you to uh, for custom birthdays? Yeah, I and haven't that done stuff? that. You haven't? No. I think you can make money on it. Yeah. You should. Yes. Yeah, you should. No, I'm serious. I'm I'm not. There's not an ounce of sarcasm in that. Okay. Uh, I, <laughs> sadly, I have to clarify that. But there's not an ounce of sarcasm in that. You should do it. All right. 
I'll, I'll set you up. All right. I know a Let's couple of people you know, in, that, all in, the, in that. All the celebrities, Bruce was telling me all the celebrities in town want him to, to intro their wedding now. <laughs> all the celebrities. He, I just did. I did. Today I did one for uh, somebody who's getting married in Houdini's mansion in L.A. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yep. Hold on. I have a question. How would you intro Chapman's wedding? <laughs> Don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to take some uh, some. So Bruce is Bruce is the the best part about this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is Bruce is great. Uh, he's one of the first people that I sort of met outside of my clique uh, in in the broadcast uh, at T-Mobile Arena, and and we we uh, shoot the breeze, big uh, big D, and 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 talk back and forth. So Bruce will will text me every now and then uh, since I've uh, joined the VGK Insider Show. You have never been more beside yourself than when the chapstang came up. <laughs> now, now. I know because when I got here, I knew I knew he was here. You know, because I yeah. I drove the Cusick staying up here, and then I. Do you, I saw do you have the a Mustang chapstang? too? No. Okay. What's the name of your car? <laughs> it's a Ford. It's a Ford. That's what I call <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just good. Ford. Yeah. But I don't know. I saw the chapstang out there, and I knew it was his because it was a Liverpool license plate. Okay. Did you how? I need your honest reaction. Did you giggle and think that's the goofiest thing in the world because I can I know that's the chapstang, <laughs> or did you or did you think, hey, there's Chris's car? I uh, I'm not gonna lie. When I when I saw it, I kind of giggled a little bit, mm-hmm. and then I saw the license plate, and I'm like, oh my god, yep, Chris is here. Yeah. And then he texts me, come to the front door, come to the front you door. Let me in the damn door. Uh, we, have a, we have a 3-1 decision last night uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights uh, who get past the, the Minnesota Wild. Just a little bit more uh, dissection of the game. Uh, we talked a lot about Marc-Andre Fleury and that performance. And uh, and then we'll, let's get into the offensive side of it because the game turned. Uh, Jonathan Marcheseau with uh, just a ripper of a shot uh, that uh, answers 18 seconds uh, later. And it's one-one, and Vegas doesn't uh, doesn't trail after that with three unanswered goals. Uh, Alex Tuck scores a pair of goals from right in front of the net. That's not necessarily Ryan, where Alex Tuck is known to score his goals. That is a huge indicator of a positive momentum uh, and a positive. Uh, turn in this series that Alex Tuck is right in front of the net, that others are right in front of the net to be able to score those goals and not just flying down the ice. Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about it with the Golden Knights and, and a need to get to the front of the net, a need to create offense in in a in the way that they are accustomed to, but also in getting second and third opportunities. And, and you look at Alex Tuck's first goal of the game, it's a great rush by Alex Petrangelo. Not really much is happening after the rebound goes into the corner, but it's just Matthias Janmark being very much aware of where Alex Tuck is and getting the puck there. And and for Alex Tuck, like I love the the fact that he was right there on the doorstep and made no mistake putting that puck away. That's one of those goals that brings about the confidence for a young player in Alex Tuck, and and I think that you're going to see him a lot more visible in the remainder of the series because he's got those two to his name in game number two. The third goal that puts it away gives a little bit of insurance, allows Mark Andre Fleury to go for the empty net. Did you think it was going to go in, Bruce? Or where were you watching? Yeah, I watched. It, it, yeah, because you might have other things it going hit, on. It, I do, trust yeah. me. But um, he he hit somebody with it with yeah. the puck. Looked like but it was I, knocked down by a high stick. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. And and it wouldn't have counted. Right, but, time was going to run. But out. I thought it was awesome. Uh, the the idea that Tuck scores that third goal 
uh, isn't just like garbage time, right? I, I think from a confidence level to be to to know that that the Golden Knights scored three and not just squeaked out a win, even it was kind of a squeaker, but but you did score uh, the insurance goal. I think that has to have some kind of psychological impact. Yeah, and yeah, I think uh, it me- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ren. No, I, I just I was gonna say I think it means more that they were able to do it with Cam Talbot in the net as opposed to just icing the game with an empty netter. I, I do think that there's a lot that the Golden Knights can pull from that fact. Yeah, and I've watched the Wild for you know most of the year because um, that's you know where I go, that's where I'm from, and and living in the off season. Are and, you torn in this series? Because you're a Minnesota guy, <clears throat> you know. Are you St. Paul I, or, or I mean, I worked. I worked for the Wild for the first yeah. five years, and mm-hmm. I, I know everybody there. And of course, you know now now they're all Chatty Cathy's because mm-hmm. they're playing good this year and they're beating us. <laughs> and it's like then my phone, you know, it's like it'll lose a charge with everybody from Minnesota texting me during the game, you know. And uh, um, but um, I would love nothing better. Than to beat the wild. You know? What's what's the mood there? Uh, and you have a good sense of it. Uh, he's our correspondent, our new, our newly minted uh, Minnesota uh, correspondent uh, on the VGK Insider Show. We have correspondents everywhere. That's but, awesome. But we've had trouble finding a correspondent in Minnesota. So, Bruce, yeah. thank you for joining us. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in studio, you're yeah, also great the, to be here, Darren. The only correspondent to join us in studio, uh, which which is awesome. And uh, you're on the air. Yeah, and 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 we're actually people are listening. Well, we don't know other people are still listening. They may have. Turned Turned this channel when we were off the air for two and a half minutes, uh, when uh, somebody was playing uh, Candy Crusher. Uh, but this is uh, this is a, a, a series <laughs> where it's very even. But Minnesota is the underdog. They uh, they've overachieved this year, and but, but with 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 great players. Yeah, I don't think they expected like to got, be there. They've got the new face of the franchise. It's yeah. like it's it's, uh, and and what it has impressed me is I haven't had to. You know, announce his name for anything. <laughs> he's had looks, though. Yep, boys, he yep. had looks. But and and the guy, and he's so big, and he can off. stop on a dime, and you know, it's it's amazing. Um, this year, um, you know, they were in a big, deep funk, and everybody was just going to call the season, mm-hmm. you know. And then they came back. They've been phenomenal at home. Um, I think they're only going to have only five regulation losses, same oh, as Vegas. Yeah, four thousand people, I think, in the X. Um, oh, is that what you call it? The X? Yeah, the XL Energy Center. Yeah, i got to learn this lingo yep, for tomorrow's X. broadcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, they have uh, pretty much, um, they've got themselves uh, getting by us, and uh, now they're worried about playing the abs. They are, right? Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. They, no. they they lost one regulation game to Vegas during the regular season. There's there's I don't think it's a, a stretch or they're being cocky. To be confident, just the way the record goes, uh, and and if if Vegas had that record head to head, everybody would feel the same way. And they've been in their own building at the end of the game, you know, pulling their goalie, whatever. They've been awesome mm-hmm. in the last two minutes. It's just been so. I was a nervous wreck because you know I, I turned to Kofer and and I told him I said, you know what we need here. When there was three minutes left, I said we need a wild penalty. Who's Kofer? <laughs> Uh, he took over for Aaron, so okay. he calls the game. So him and I sit next to each other. His right. wife was actually my daughter's uh, grade four teacher. Oh, but, really? But, but I just wanted, for the audience, yep. I want people to know yep. who Kofor is. Yep. So um, um, I said, the Wild need a penalty here. That's, you know. we Oh, they got and, it. And 
we got it. In, so you you can really dictate the game. Well, yeah, I, you know, if you pay me enough. Yeah, why, why don't we? Where, Bruce Cusack's with us. Uh, he's the PA announcer at T-Mobile Arena for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, just popped in. He's also our Minnesota Wild correspondent. Uh, uh, he spends half his life in Minnesota and, and grew up there and uh, played all his minor hockey stuff and uh, and his baseball. Uh, where where do you sit during the game? Has that changed because of COVID? Because of COVID, no PA guy can be in the box now, down, down on the ice. So oh. I'm I'm right by like the section 14 sign by by the Bud Light Lounge. Okay, what like, do you like better? So I, I kind of like where I'm at. I can mm-hmm. actually see the game. You know, everybody, you know, before they uh, come and say hi before the game, and oh my God, your seats are you know awesome. I said not really because when the action's to my left, I look at the linesman's butt, and yeah. then when the action's to the right, it's the same thing. I can't you know I can't see. You know, sitting down there on the ice like that. Do you, you think know, you'll go there. back and down low? I don't know. Because sometimes we go through these phases yep. and nothing. They go, oh, why? Why did we ever have the PA there? Right. Right. Yep. Um, I think from what I'm hearing from the other PA guys, you know, they all want to go back down to where they were sitting down on the ice. Um, I don't Is there know. Th- what normally, we're three do. of you in the uh, in the timekeeper's box. There's, um, a, there's a, somebody working the score sheet. Yep. The game sheet. Yep. Somebody working the clock. The clock, and then the then the um, penalty box penalty keepers box. Yeah. on both sides. Yeah. So where where would you be? So I would be um, I'd be kind of on the end of those three guys in the middle. Hmm. Who has seniority uh, of the three of you? The scoreboard operator, the the person writing in the game sheet, and you. Like who really controls that booth? Well, it's the, the alpha. It's the off ice officials booth, technically. Yeah, but is there um, a rivalry there between you um, and the there was officials? the first couple of years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I, I would say, come on, I need the info, I need the goal, I need the you know, and if it's like tipped about three times, I get it. Those poor guys got to watch it like five times, you know, the oh. before, and I can't announce anything until yeah. I get the official info from those guys. Yeah. And so if there's you know if it's not a clear shot, then I'd I'd have to. I'd have to wait. So they got pretty mad at me one game because I held up my phone and I said, you know, the NHL app, I said, should I just go with this then? Oh, you did? <laughs> so was it tense in the, in the, in the, in the booth for a while? They, uh, no, they just, you know, yelled at me and, and then I just started laughing and they started laughing and it's all good. What does the they're ref... All, they're a great bunch of guys. Oh, no, no, you, mean, already, you already sued yeah. them. Don't, don't worry about yeah, that. We... Like, it's like me <laughs> saying the chap, Chapman's a great guy. Oh, yeah. No, I've, but I've we know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when, when the referee <laughs> comes by to after a goal, what's the referee say? Uh, give, give us the, the, the exchange there. Is um, it number? Is it name? Is it... For a goal? Yeah. No, not, not so much. Not for a goal. So the referee doesn't come they by at all? They used to, but no. So the referee never comes to the timekeeper's box to tell the timekeeper who scored the goal. No, but they used to. Well, yeah, but they, you know, so, so how, does the time times, keep, how does the timekeeper know upstairs? They get all their really? information upstairs. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yep. Did you know that, Ryan? I didn't know that. No, I did not. You know, they have hockey in Toronto, so yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I know. I just assumed that the referee went over. So when they don't, so when we don't, they used to come the over. Leafs. They used to come over and and tell us. But then, um, um, you know, I've I've never I've never really noticed that. If they did, it's really fast. Here's my thing. Then, this is why I didn't. All we wait for is upstairs the official score upstairs. And those you. guys, they watch the replays and then they they tell them guys. And me at the same Them time. Them guys. So, 
I'm 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 so just I get the I get this. the I get the goal in the assists from the off ice officials upstairs. Yep. Then it's okay for me to announce. Um, I want to investigate this. All right. Because I thought it was the referees that did this, Ryan. Because uh-huh. every now and then there's a scoring change, and. I thought it was the referee that got it wrong. Scoring change comes from upstairs. Right. So so, so the guys upstairs. Yep. They'll watch it, it again. They get it wrong. Well, they watch it five it, times. Then they get it wrong. And then they have to correct themselves. And then themselves. they'll change it again later. Oh, because I always thought have, they were correcting you, the referee. Mm-mm. Oh. No, they're just correcting themselves because there's immediacy, right? Like Bruce, you've, you've got Bruce in there saying, hey, guys, give me the information so I can make this announcement. And then they overlook something. But I thought it was right. Wes McCauley saying, hey, 16 scored that goal. And then the, the guys upstairs would look at it and go, no, you, you 12 You want to know what scored. I'm getting out of this conversation? What's they that? They used to do that, yeah. but they don't do that anymore. No, they don't. Yeah. I, I, but it's I just crazy. learned that. This is, you should stop by more often, I will. Man. I will. <laughs> you know, especially to see Chap staying. <laughs> How's he doing over there? Are you I'm still with sure. us? <laughs> I just woke him up. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just enjoying the conversation. It's 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 an interesting stuff. Uh, I promised uh, some Pete DeBoer sound. I'll do that in the uh, in the one timer segment because we're we're I don't want to bring it all the way back uh, because this is too much fun. What uh, what's the most challenging name to say in this series? You know what that I was? Don't have that, one. was a, that was an imitation yeah. of our of our second block right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been I've been watching the wild, so I kind of got those names down. Yeah, and you know, I'm pretty familiar with the knights, so I, I'm 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 okay. Uh, how many names do you think you and I say differently? Because you you've watched what I you know. Do what I, you know what lately ha- that I have noticed? Yeah, is everybody's calling Erickson Eck Joel. I call him Joel. It's he's, he's always Joel. I know it's Joel. That's new. The no, Joel. It's, no, it's been like that for, but not not around the league. It's always been Joel. Check it out, eh? But it, don't be up against the wall, eh? I like. I don't. I'm not one to go to your little uh, site that has all the proper <laughs> pronunciations. <laughs> I say what everybody else usually says. I know. I know. Uh, but but Joel. Uh, it's Joel Erickson. Yeah. I just, I, what, what's his name, was uh, saying that on NBC uh, the other day. Jewel? And, yeah, Jewel. So he, he did it. He did it, uh, correct. I'm yep. like, Jewel? Yep. I was like, is he just slurring Joel? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but he used to be Joel Erickson Eck, and now he was Joel, and now he's uh, Jewel. So that's an interesting so, uh, one. Who is it? Um, is it Yurko? I think Chicago called him Thomas. The yep. broadcasters called him Thomas. Yeah. And then where'd he go? Edmonton? Yeah, but you know what that happened? Then it was Tomash. You know what that ha- that changed with uh, Holmstrom, I believe. Mm. One one of the Tomashes, Thomases, changed their name to Tomash, <laughs> and and then it became then Holmstrom, Nosik, and Yurko all changed at the same time from <laughs> from, from from Thomas to Tomash. And it, I got that story from Darren Elliott, and who then used to work in Detroit. Tomash Nosek, and then there's Tomash Tatar. Yeah. Uh, I don't say I don't say uh, Tomas Nosek properly uh, with the right inflection. I know that for a fact, absolutely for you a fact. You know we're going to let you slide on that. Though. Uh, well, I, I just don't have any <laughs> other choice. It's just the way I say it. Like I, I don't have the ability to change on on the fly. Change. I've I've changed process and process. That's been my big deal Ooh. this year. 
uh, in, in in moving here. So Tomas is just going to be. Well, I'm we have to get up. NHL, and I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, the NHL pronunciation guide. Yeah, yeah. I th- it's I, like you, about 90 pages I use long. that to doodle for my podcast. Yep. Yeah, because Darren, Darren doesn't go that route. It's though. amazing how many of those are wrong in in the NHL So I'm ahead guide. of the curve. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then um, a lot of, uh, see what we, all the PA guys, we have our own site. I know. You guys have like and that so club. We, so, yeah, so we we um, do all, you know, they're all audio recordings of all of the players in training mm-hmm. camp, and then we all do that for each of our teams. And so we can go so on. So you submit the yep. Vegas Golden Knights. Yep, so they, so some, you know, so Adam in Minnesota can mm-hmm. go on Vegas Golden Knights. Do you Knights like Adam? Here. Yeah, 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 we're friends. He's the been, PA announcer? Been friends for a who long do you time. Have, who, who do you have the biggest rivalry with as a PA announcer? Um, nobody really. Come on, you gotta like, not what, like somebody. Like, like the Florida guy's a real oh. jerk. Is he? I, I didn't know. know that. I don't know. <laughs> Something this is like that. Peak Darren Millard, right here. There's, there's gotta be <laughs> skewer somebody. Come on. <laughs> I, like the I got Jose, nothing. The San Jose announcers always. Everybody has their own thing. They do their own style. They, you know, it's, it's, it's everybody's different. How do you say uh, number seven's name for the Golden Knights? Number seven. I already know number seven, but that's the way I. Petrangelo. Petrangelo. It's, it's not Peter Angelo. No, 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 no. Petrangelo. 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 Sometimes I say Petrangelo. Like yep. Pot. And that's what's in the announced NHL's yeah. guide. Yep. I went that way. So you say Petrangelo. And, and, and what's funny is sometimes Pet- if you watch highlights of, you know, player highlights on other team sites, mm-hmm. some of the broadcasters will say <laughs> their name totally different than what it is. And these are their own hometown broadcasters. Um, I think uh, one guide says Patrangelo. Pa? And then there's another guy that says Pitrangelo. Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. Like pe. P-E-A. Pit. Pitrangelo. Yep. And what, how do you say it again? <laughs> Petrangelo. Petrangelo. How do you say it, Ryan? Because it's the most... most mo- there's, there's It's Alex, the most... Pitrangelo. Pitrangelo. Yeah, it's, 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 it's saying it's like Alex that. Alex Petrangelo. Not Alex saying Petrangelo. <laughs> you can say it's it however you want. What, you know what? When I'm you see him next, ask him. No, I'm not going to ask him because he's been around the league too long. That was awkward. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Just, All right. just ask him where Peter Angelo Chapman comes from. Well, Frank, Frank yeah, Peter Angelo played in the league, his cousin. Right, and it was Peter Angelo, right. and that's where that's where all of us yep. uh, get the Peter Angelo from. Now, now he's been Petrangelo for a while, Petrangelo uh, for a while, uh, but but the the people that aren't in our business that talk about him still call him Peter Angelo, right? And I don't think that's ever going to go away. No, it, there's a it's lot pe- of it's Petrangelo. You say Petrangelo, Petrangelo. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I pronounce it correctly. Well, like guys, like I just said, just it tries go for Gosher. Just call him number seven. Yeah, I say it different than Gosher (laughs) because I say Putrangelo, and it drives Gosh crazy. Uh, And uh, I just know that Uh, he's never said that to me. He's way too nice of a guy to to, to tell me, but I know it drives him crazy. Uh, But I, I I don't want to get to a point where I'm thinking about it too much because I'm really going to kick it around, and that would be worse than just saying it differently than 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 Gosh. But but Gosh and I are going to have a beer at the end of the season, and he's going to sit me down at some point, and he's going to say, "Listen, Mallard." We got to talk about Petrangelo. Or Petrangelo. <laughs> <laughs> I know that conversation's coming. It's coming. Uh, at, at some point. Uh, we got to take a break. Um, hey, uh, thanks for stopping by. 
Absolutely. I really appreciate it. Fun. it. I, you're you're it's welcome. Like, you're it's welcome like when I just day. came in to say hi, sit your ass down and you're yeah. going to listen to the story. Oh, well, the story was <laughs> worth it, wasn't it? It, it was. <laughs> Off air for two and a half minutes. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> yep. I'm sure that'll be easy and to you, sell. You asked the question that I wanted to ask, but I thought I would be a jerk in asking it. Yeah. How many listeners did we lose? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That would be my uh, first question in radio. <laughs> There's Bruce Keyes. But, you know, Chapo, he's concerned about that because he's laughing his butt off right now. Yeah. So, uh, Cameo. Let's get you signed up for Cameo so you can make some some jing off this thing. All right. Let's do it. Okay. You, you, my I, agent, right I will, here. I will, I will get you set up on on that. You uh, drive a Mustang? Uh, no, Motor. I drive. Uh, hey, what's that VW uh, SUV, Ryan? Uh, you drive a Tiguan. Tiguan. Yeah. All right. Otherwise known as a Tiguan. <laughs> you should have a doctor look at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we heard a spot one day and it was a Tiguan. I'm like, what the? Am I am I saying my own car wrong? Uh, Bruce Cusack with us. Uh, thanks for uh, for stopping by. Oh, and uh, you it's are been a blast. Uh, you are one of my uh, my closest friends. Like one of my five closest friends in this city. Along with Chappie. <laughs> no, God, no, absolutely not. No, no, no. Uh, Chappie's a Chappie is under the colleague umbrella. <laughs> okay. All right. Off the rails. Uh, we, uh, Off we'll take a break. Rails. We'll come back with one-timers and some of that Pete DeBoer sound uh, on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Go to the near wing. Big shot and he scores! It's time for one-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day. And it's a tie hockey game. On the VGK Insider Show. Darren Millard, Ryan Wallace, back with you. Chris Chapman at the controls, Fox Sports, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, we promise you some Pete DeBoer sound in between games two and three as the series moves to Minneapolis-St. Paul. Going to be playing game three and four at the X XL Energy Center. And that's been a, a host of horrors for the Golden Knights over the years. But the last time in, things went okay for the Golden Knights. A win and OT loss. And that was uh, it was okay or shootout loss. So uh, looks like the tide's turning a little bit. And then you look at uh, what's happened over the last uh, couple of games of this series. The first couple of games of this series, praise it that way. Only trailed for 18 seconds in earning that split. That's positive. So here's Pete DeBoer on the last two games and giving some confidence to the Golden Knights. Yeah, we were we were good in both those games. I think that's what we take from that. We we went in there and played two real good games. Uh, I think had a chance to win both games. Uh, uh, so uh, you know, in regulation, I thought so. Um, you know, again, I, I think uh, the way we played the last two times in there, I, I think uh, uh, you know, I, I don't think there's any aura to going in there. We're going to have to play well. Listen, it's it's two very evenly matched teams. I think I said at the beginning of the series, if you throw out the first ten games and the start of the season, you know they've got the same record as us. Um, you know, when you take Patcheretti out of the lineup, I think that uh, negates uh, maybe some advantage we might have in, in a scoring area, and and then it's two two evenly matched teams going at it. You know, Pete first mentioned that uh, throwing out the first 10 games for the Minnesota Wild of this 56-game season, and they had the same record, and I was shocked at it, and it's it's true. It's crazy, and that includes the 10-game winning streak uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, that's uh, Pete on the uh, confidence from the last time at the X, and they also have the idea of 
can, can you believe this? Uh, playing at, at XL Energy Center, Ryan, where things haven't gone well, but there's a theory yep. right now that that just getting on the road might help the uh, the Golden Knights. Here's uh, Pete DeBoer, and then I want Ryan's reaction to this. Well, I, I think for sure, um, and uh, I, I don't. I think you're right. I, I think when when you talk to coaches around the league, uh, you know, I don't know if it's a preference. You'd never want to give up home ice advantage, but I, but I don't think any coach worries about starting a series on the road. It does. It does allow you to to uh, play a little pressure free. Um, you know, obviously that home ice advantage becomes more important as you get to a game seven situation. But you know, for sure, playing on the road, uh, you know, I think is a little bit easier, particularly at playoff time. It's wild, Ryan, because T-Mobile is such an advantage. But did yeah. they look tense to you? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I think they looked tense all the way up until. Matt Dumba's goal and then after that it, it almost felt like the Golden Knights flipped a switch and just kind of went out and played hockey and and you know I I think there's a lot to what Pete DeBoer is saying there because you know you've got a lot of pressure the Golden Knights in this series have a lot of pressure you you start at the series at home there's pressure to win both of those games because you don't want to drop a game at home and you know I think going out on the road for the Golden Knights kind of allows them to just settle in and play their game. Uh, update for you from Washington and Boston. It's 2-1 for the Capitals as they play in the third period, starting their third different goaltender, and they have the lead in Game 3, trying to earn a 2-1 series uh, lead in that set. Uh, a lot of talk about Vancouver right now. Looking around the National Hockey League, about Jim Benning's future. Uh, the head coach, Travis Green, doesn't have a contract, but uh, ownership is in conversation with Russ Cortnell. Uh, a former Vancouver Canuck uh, about a potential position there, and also the Sedins. Uh, but it's not—it's not for the president's job. First of all, I mean, is the president's yeah. office in Vancouver big enough to split in half for two offices? Is what you'd have to do with the Sedins. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the Sedins uh, at some some role uh, within the organization. Uh, yesterday, it looked like Jim Benning was out. Today, it looks like he could be back in. Uh, there's some uh, swirling winds around Vancouver. Yeah, it's all kind of strange and, and really baffling right now in, in terms of what the Vancouver Canucks are going to do. It was it was interesting to see those reports about changes coming and then not really anything happening. So, um, I mean, I, I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if you're... If you're looking to change some things up, then I think you got to have a different pair of eyes on that team and just trying to figure out what that next direction is going to look like for the Vancouver Canucks. And you know, if you're if you're trying to to kind of appeal to the fan base, I, I can't think of a better way to do that than to bring back two of the most beloved players in in their history, in Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Uh, the National Hockey League regular season ended today. Uh, the Calgary Flames won the final game of the NHL's uh, 2021 regular season with a 6-2 triumph over the Vancouver Canucks. So the odds for the draft lottery are out. And by winning that game today, the Calgary Flames went from the 11th best odds to the 13th best odds. And people in Vancouver are not happy uh, about it. Their chances dropped by uh, 0.9%. In it, so it's not a huge thing, but uh, it's uh, it's big enough to just 
the, the two spots sounds bigger than it actually is. Uh, the best odds to win the draft lottery belong to the Buffalo Sabres at 16.6. And then it's Anaheim and the Seattle Kraken at third, uh, even with the New Jersey at 10.3. And the Columbus Blue Jackets have the fifth best odds at 8.5%. Uh, can you believe the Detroit Red Wings? I, I thought they were going to, they were destined to, have, to win the draft lottery. Uh, 7.6. Uh, but that's the, uh, those are the draft uh, a lottery odds. The New York Rangers have a 1% chance uh, with the 16th best uh, uh, odds there. But uh, anything jump out at you with the, with? we can talk about some of these things now with the NHL regular season coming to a close. Uh, in in terms of the Rangers, they'll probably win it. Uh, <laughs> beyond that, I, like, y- you have you have to sit here and, and think of two outcomes you'd like to see. One, the Buffalo Sabres. Like, if, if there's a team that that needs something to feel good about going into this offseason. Oh, my goodness. Uh, heading toward next season. It's the Buffalo Sabres. Um, and then for me, like, I want to see the Seattle Kraken win it. Like, I'd love to see the Kraken pick first because, you know, that's something the Golden Knights didn't get to do. The, the Golden Knights were pushed from third back to sixth when they had their inaugural um, entry draft. I, I'd like to see the, the Seattle Kraken uh, make a splash and, and get that first overall pick. That'd be interesting. Didn't know that you were a Kraken fan. I'm not a Kraken fan. I just think it'd be fun. Do you have a T-shirt? Oh, don't, don't, don't do that. Do you have a keychain? Don't be that guy. Come on, you got a keychain, don't you? Like, like you, you sitting here, like, oh, brother, with the Buffalo Sabers, and you're gonna, you're gonna come at me about the. No, I, the reason I said brother That's about ridiculous. the the Buffalo Sabers was you, okay. you said they need something to feel good about themselves. They've had things. Yeah, they do. They just no, pissed them they, away. They did, and it's it's been mismanaged 100. Yeah. But they, they, the fans still deserve better, and you know that Jack Eichel's like not gonna be there. So let's just replace him with the next Jack Eichel. That's four years. It's totally fine. Win a million dollars, and you invested in. Stuffies, nah, that's gonna be it. And what? Stuffies, like stuffed stuffies. animals. Never watched Doc McStuffin, where the why animals came to life. Why can't you just say? Why can't you just say stuffed animals? Uh, it's just uh, language. Um, language. Uh, yeah, it's just what what I'm what I'm sort of <laughs> language barrier. I just can't do it. It's, I can't do it. Jeez, uh, man! Even I knew what he was getting uh, at. Yeah, look, Chapman <laughs> understands. <laughs> Hey, you, you guys hey, are buddies? No, no. Uh, hey, Chris, just between you and I, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I like you. I really do. I know. But yeah. for my image, don't ever agree with me on the air, okay? <laughs> Stuffies? Like, what the hell is like, a stuffy? Like, Jeez, like, man. Like, just just for my for my image, I can't have you and I being on the same page. I mean, these the, these fake words, loonies, toonies, stuffies. Oh, Please. What was the one? Gracious. Kerfuffles? Actually, I like that one. Kerfuffles but, a great yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, Doug Stokes. Chapman, my, uh, we all know what a kerfuffle coach. is. Yeah. Sometimes he makes up words, though. Schnozzle, right? Wasn't that one you had last week? Schmozzle? Schmozzle, that's Schmozzle. it. Schmozzle. Uh, Schmozzle. Megan Dugan uh, has one. been hired. Uh, Megan Dugan has been hired uh, for the newly created role of manager of player development within the Hawk Operations Department of the New Jersey Devils. That's great. Uh, on the heels of uh, Haley Wickenheiser, Dr. Haley Wickenheiser, getting a promotion uh, with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, this, is, uh, this is awesome. Uh more women getting uh, hockey operations jobs is uh, is well earned, and uh, Megs is uh, a three or four time Olympic medalist uh, as well. We'll have her on the show, and you yeah. guys can call her Megs too. But you have to, we have to talk. You guys Ooh. have to talk to her before you can call her Megs. Uh, I'll, I'll call her Megan. 
I'll do that. Probably, uh, probably a good thing. Yeah. How much time do we have? Yeah. <laughs> we should probably minutes. break now. Well, it depends how long you want keeping up with Chapman to be. Well, this is going to be good. Uh, we'll take a break now. Those are uh, one-timers <laughs> for what day is it? Wednesday? For Wednesday, May the hmm, on uh, Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Findlay Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here's Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. 2-1 caps midway through the third period. Game three there. Series tied at one. Hurricanes looking for a 2-0 series lead on the Nashville Predators. A 1-0 advantage for Carolina Sebastian Ajo with his first of the postseason. That's your update as we turn things over to Chris Chapman. All right. Well, uh, at the game last night, I sat very close to Ryan. We we were both up in the flight deck, and uh, I thought about going over and asking Zach Parisi for a selfie because I, I of course was a New Jersey Devils fan growing up, and Parisi was on the team the last time the Devils were actually good. But I was I was I was on my way to do that, and I bumped into an old friend, Brad Hunt, of course, former Golden Knight, now current member of the Minnesota Wild, and. You know, we, we we caught up. He actually told me he likes the beard, so I, I I think Brad is just too nice of a guy to tell me how awful the beard is. But it was nice to see Brad. Hadn't seen him since, well, I think we saw him once since he'd been traded. I think he came back and played a game here. But uh, yeah, it was nice to see him. He, I can't believe he told me. His daughter's two years old already, and I remember when he was... Uh, Part of the team, is his wife was pregnant. So, uh, that was like two years ago. Yeah, and uh, he, he wanted me to pass on that he says hello to everybody, and, and he's, uh, he's he, he kind of misses Vegas. Of course, he's doing well in Minnesota. His wife's family's from Minnesota. So it was just nice to catch up with the guy who I hadn't seen in a long time. And he says hello to everybody, all the fans, and he misses you guys. Did you get a selfie with him? No. Why not? Well, because he never played for the Devils. Oh, you only get oh, selfies wow. with Devils. <laughs> no, I don't get selfies with any players. That's, that doesn't happen. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. So, but you were going over to get one with No, Parisi. I was being sarcastic. That was part of the joke, Darren. I was actually going over to get a bottled water, and I was on my way back with the bottled water, and I bumped into Brad. I got a selfie last night with Oscar De La Hoya. Well, that's Oscar De La Hoya. That's not a, that's not a mm-hmm. professional player. That's not a, no. Well, it's not a hockey player. You know, I, I mean, Did I you took, just call Oscar an amateur? No, he's well. He's not boxing anymore. He's no longer fighting. He's trying. He's trying. Well, he's actually oof, tried to come back. Uh, uh, he wanted to fight uh, George St. Pierre. Yeah, let's let's not. And and Dana White uh, said no. Uh, there's a big feud going on there. I think I think Oscar De La Hoya would get hurt if he fought George St. Pierre in a boxing match. Well, they well yes. Yeah, see, all these boxers they don't want to get in the octagon. I mean, I'm not yeah, the biggest smart. Yeah, yeah, I'm not the biggest UFC fan, but let's let's be honest. I mean, if Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather fought in the octagon, it's probably not going to end so well for Floyd. No, it's a boxing match. It'd yeah. be like uh, that that McGregor. Who did that? Who fought there? Uh, Floyd and, and yeah. McGregor. Speaking that a, of that, was a good fight. Yeah, speaking of Floyd, he's fighting one of those. Is it Logan Paul, Jake Paul? I don't I don't remember which one. And I generally root against Floyd. I'm not a big Floyd fan. I hope he beats the hell out of that guy. Why don't you and I do that? Because I, you know what, I've already, oh. I've already seen Lawless pummel you. I wouldn't want to insult you. I wouldn't want to hurt your your ego twice. Because I saw the way Lawless took you down, and well, Lawless just ran me right out of well, the ring. Well, that's exactly what I would do. No, it's a boxing match. Let's let's let's, let's have Chapman. a little, Chapman, little, Chapman, little. Do it. You don't want to do, do it. that. You should yeah, do it. let's you do it. Do it. No, 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 you I, I've it. already, yes. I've already seen you lose multiple bets on this show. Like I said. I don't want to hurt Oof. your pride. I don't want to hurt your ego. Let's do it. Wow. No. Taylor, we can do tail of the tape. Talking a big game. <laughs> tail of the tape. Oh my I, I already said I would score on you. That's that's good enough. 
We'll wear headgear and let's do it. Like I said, I've, I've seen you get pummeled already. So you won't. Oh, I, I wow. don't want to crush your ego, man. You, you you may never show back up to do the show again with the beating I would give you. You're turning me down. It's for your own good. <laughs> Chapman, you can't talk all this smack and not back it up now. Like I I'm said, it, it, it's for his own good. I'm making it happen. I have determined, Chapman, that you will box Darren Millard. <laughs> it is going to happen. I don't and think I'm that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I'm the ref. <laughs> Bruce is the ring announcer and the ref. I like him better than the other. Hey, don't worry, Chapman. I'll be in your corner throwing in the towel. <laughs> Listen, I'm not. I'm not Apollo Creed. I don't need you to throw. Well, wait, there's no, Ryan in the corner with McDonald. It looked like T-Mobile in a playoff game. <laughs> uh, we are uh, on tomorrow, four until five thirty, and then the pregame show takes over for Game Three of the West Division Series. Vegas Golden Knights looking for a two-one lead over the Minnesota Wild. Thanks to Bruce for joining us. We'll chat with you tomorrow. Thank you.